This is WPCast, the podcast where we share our experiences building WordPress products and productized service businesses. I'm Doug from Efficient WP. We specialize in building WordPress websites with our design in a day service. We also provide secure hosting and maintenance, including all upgrades and fixes. If you know someone who needs a new design and a stable, long-term solution for their business website, have them check out EfficientWP.com. I'm David. I build beautiful and simple WordPress plugins that drive conversions, such as easy pricing tables and OptinCAD. OptinCAD helps you grow your email list by letting you add powerful lead capture forms to your site and comes with a bunch of really cool conversion-enhancing features. Visit fatcatapps.com to learn more. This is episode 42, where we talk about WordCamp Europe, FatCat apps and efficient WP updates and a bunch of other random ramblings. How are you doing, Doug? I'm doing quite well. Just settled in in Portland, finally. Nice. Hey, so we got some reviews, right? Yeah. So we haven't mentioned any reviews in a while. So we had one back in January that uh, hopefully you're still listening. Uh, so Jeff in Tokyo from Japan gave us a five-star review. And then we also, we got one from Hugh Line in May, another five-star. So this makes, I believe, nine different countries now. So that's pretty cool. Awesome. A very international. And hey, by the way, have you been to Japan? I so want to go to Tokyo. I've never been there. I still haven't yet. Keep talking about it, but I need... I think I, I, I'd need a, at least a couple of weeks to really see everything. There's just yeah, too I think much so. that, you know, if you go to Tokyo for a couple of days, you don't, you don't really see all of Japan. Right. Yeah, I would actually love to spend a couple of months there. Anyways, uh, Jeff in Tokyo, if you're uh, hearing this, shoot me an email because I might make it to Japan later this year. It would be great to meet up. So I went to WordCamp Europe, which just happened a few weeks ago in Seville in Spain. And this was my second WordCamp experience. Uh, the first time I went to WordCamp Hamburg last year, which we did an episode about. But WordCamp Europe is definitely on a very different scale. So most of the people there actually got onto international flights to yeah. attend while in the local WordCamps. That's really not the case. Yeah. So I think it's safe to say this was a lot more higher level yeah. than the previous one. Yeah, so I, th I think as a heuristic for any conference that you attend, the more people travel and the further they travel to get to the conference, the higher level the conference is going to be, which makes sense, right? Yeah. Because people are invested and they have skin in the game and they're spending money. So I did do a write-up of my some of my experiences and some of the things that I really enjoyed at Welcome Europe, and that went up as a guest post at Torque Mag, and we'll put a link in the show notes to that. But I just also wanted to give a couple shout outs to some interesting people and interesting talks. So one of the things that was really cool about WordCamp Europe was that there was a plugin author meetup Saturday afternoon. And it was just a really good opportunity to meet other people who build plugins and people who are making money from plugins and people who are trying to do that. And one of the guys who was sharing a lot of really great insights was Barry Kuji from I probably butchered his name. So he's from uh, Never Five Plugins, and he's got a couple of really cool freemium uh, WordPress plugins. One of them does related posts. And one of the things that he told me is that in his experience, so we were, we were talking about pricing models, plugin pricing models. And one of the things that he found is that 
you can make a lot more money and get a much higher lifetime value when you do an extension model. So an extension model would be something like Ninja Forms or Easy Digital Downloads or mm -hmm. WooCommerce, where you have a free core plugin and then you have a bunch of extensions for add-on functionality. Yep. So, you know, you could easily have like five or 10 of those extensions and maybe they're anywhere priced from 29 to 99 US dollars for an extension. So you can make a lot more money doing that than if you just have a free and premium plugin, which that's the model that I've been pursuing so far, right? Where there's a free plugin and then for 49 bucks or whatever, you get the paid version. I guess it makes sense when you think about it. So, so each feature would be an extension. And one thing that Barry found is that uh, once somebody buys one extension from you and they have a good experience, they're pretty likely to buy another one because you've got like so many awesome additional extensions that do cool things and you can also do cross sells and upsells uh, in your shopping cart yeah it's i think it's easier to to get people in you know with a lower commitment you know because each extension is lower priced so you're not you know spending fifty dollars hundred dollars or, or whatever it is for the full plug-in before you get a chance to use it right so yeah the barrier of entry is very low it's like 19 or 29 dollars for a basic plugin, and then if they really like it they might end up buying two or three more extensions and all of a sudden they've spent $100 instead of maybe just spending $29 on a one-time purchase, which of course yeah. is a massive impact on your business and your profitability. This actually kind of reminds me of the whole Tripwire concept. Are you familiar with the Tripwire? No. So it's, it's something that marketers use a lot. So uh, basically you would have some kind of email funnel or whatever, and then you would sell people a super low-priced product that is pretty valuable say i saw it in the survival niche for example so it would be like a three dollar survival knife or i think that maybe the knife would be free but you would pay for shipping or something like that so it's a ridiculous deal where it's just, just yeah. a no-brainer to buy yeah. and where you might actually be losing money on it but the thing is it's a tripwire right it separates the people that are never gonna buy from the people that have money to spend and that are willing to buy and so that's something that i've never really seen in the wordpress mm. space but yeah but that could be interesting right to do like a a paid extension for a free plugin that literally costs like three or four US dollars. And yeah, that's like an amazing deal. And then from there, people like it and you, you know, might be able to upsell them some other stuff, which would be very interesting to try, I think. Yeah, I've, I've heard about that concept. I didn't know what it was called. I don't know really of anybody who does it, except I guess in a way it's different, but, you know, offering the free plugin and gaining trust yeah. in order to get the, the premium one. But but it is important that once you, you get somebody to make a transaction, even if it's like a dollar, you know, that's a big step forward in, in making it easier to spend more money. Like yeah, there's, you sure. know, even if there's a big difference between, uh, you know, somebody who's, who's used all your free plugins versus somebody who's paid $1 for them, it'll be much easier to, you know, upsell right. that second yeah. person. Yeah, so I kind of like that at the end. I might be playing with that at some point. And maybe for my next plugin, I'll look into an extension model instead of doing mm. free versus premium. So uh, next shout goes to Peter from WP Pusher, who is also at some point soon going to be on one of our podcast episodes. And Peter's a really nice guy and really smart programmer. And he built this really cool plugin called WP Pusher. And basically what it lets you do is, I think it's mostly for agencies. So if you're an agency and you develop themes and plugins for using client sites in-house. You can basically do all the development in Git and every time you push a change to Git, it gets rolled out straight into your WordPress backend, just straight to your WordPress install yeah. without you having to do anything and having to redeploy. So it's a really cool product. And Peter is a nice guy. 
We also had some interesting conversations about traveling. He actually lived in Morocco for like half a year or a year and he even traveled to like Western Sahara, which is like this crazy kind of like a non-existing <laughs> country that Morocco has occupied. And anyways, he's a very interesting guy. Cool. I met up with Pietro from Mobilad as well. We had Piet Pietro on an episode a couple of months ago and Mobilad is just a really cool tool that lets uh, publishers turn their websites into mobile applications. So we spent a lot of time having, having drinks, eating a lot of tapas. It was great. So I heard one of the founders of WooThemes spoke at WordCamp Europe. Yeah, so Mark gave a really nice talk basically outlining yep. how WooThemes got started and how they evolved over the years and eventually how they, how they founded uh, WooCommerce, which really, WooThemes is pretty much WooCommerce right now. So the, the yeah. WooCommerce is much bigger than the themes part of it. And it was quite interesting. He was talking about how since e-commerce platform, being an e-commerce platform is quite competitive and it's a massive space and there's a lot of opportunity. They were in talks with investors so Wootheams is completely bootstrapped but basically they were started talking to investors about uh, raising a round of venture funding or whatever but eventually it just ended up making this deal with automatic which just seems like a really good win-win for both of them it does seem like the cultures of automatic and Wootheams match quite well and it also sounds like WooCommerce is basically looking into getting into some kind of hosted platform which would probably solve a lot of the pain points that e-commerce store owners right now are complaining about. So, so I know that a lot of uh, e-commerce store owners right now don't use WooCommerce because they just don't want to be on WordPress and they want to use something like Shopify where yeah. everything is taken care of and the site can just like randomly break overnight. So it sounds like they're working on something like that. Interesting. Yeah, I, um, I actually uh, saw Mark speak at a New York meetup last year. Cool. And they have an interesting story on, you know, how they got started and the amount of growth that they've had. It's it's pretty amazing. And now, you know, even to the next level, now that they're part of Automatic. Yeah. So I also ran into WP Mayer. Yeah, we had him on uh, earlier in the year. So we met up with him in, in Chiang Mai and it's pretty cool. You get to, you know, see a lot of these people that, that you know at WordCamp Europe. So his name, of course, is Sean Galea and... It sounded that um, he might be launching a podcast himself sometime soon as well, which is something that I'm quite excited about. So I'm going to keep my eyes out for that. Yeah, likewise. And so, uh, of course, the most famous guy in WordPress, Matt Mullenweg, uh, he spoke at WordCamp Europe. Yeah. One thing that was interesting is uh, Matt had pretty uh, gray hair. <laughs> really? So the, wow. Yeah, yeah. I didn't fully understand like what the deal was. I think it might just be diet. Or it might not okay, because um, he's. I, I, I think he's I around thirty-ish. Yeah, right? it might yeah, actually so. be. It, it might. It might. <laughs> it might be diet. But a couple of people were confused about that. And there is um, <laughs> when you go to the to my blog post on Torque, there's a couple of Twitter embeds of pictures of Matt. So you, yeah, you can check out the the gray hair yourself. Yeah, one of the questions <laughs> that one of the questions that came up pretty soon was on um, this whole uh, PHP five point two compatibility issue where. Right now, as a plugin author, for example, you're basically supposed to, which is something that I do, you're supposed to make sure that uh, your plugin works with PHP 5.2, which is just this really, really old version of PHP that is a bit of a pain to support, really. Um, yeah. A lot of um, be, shared web hosts, I think, are still using that. Is that yeah, why? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 So, so basically, 
people were kind of like trying to make a point that, you know, we should stop doing that. And what Matt basically said is, so I think he said 5% or so of WordPress sites right now are still on 5.2. And he was mm. basically saying that if, because one option would be to just like stop rolling out updates for those guys to just stop supporting it. But then the thing is 5% of WordPress sites would still be 1% of the entire internet because WordPress has 25% yeah. market share or 24. So then like maybe 1% of the websites on the internet becoming insecure, right? So that's, that's kind of like a big decision. But he did mention them, you know, they might be getting rid of it over the, over this year or at some point next year, not really like an official announcement, but apparently they are looking into it. Yeah. I think it's tough to, you know, where do you make that decision to stop supporting like from the web design perspective, you know, there are still people who use Internet Explorer 6 and older browsers. There's always going to be, you know, newer browsers, new versions. And so you really can't keep up with everything. It becomes to a point where it's not worth the effort, even though you may be losing potential visitors. Right. So uh, another thing Matt talked about was the upcoming PHP 7. And apparently PHP 7 is just going to make WordPress like twice as fast, basically. And it's going to mm. be a, a bunch of economical incentives for hosts to, to upgrade from really old PHP versions like 5.2 to 7 because uh, not only are the sites going to be faster, but basically it's going to save them money. So they're actually yeah. going to be incentivized to upgrade uh, to PHP 7 sometime soon. So it sounds like that's going to be pretty good news for WordPress users and WordPress sites that basically over next year, all of WordPress sites should just get much faster without WordPress really having to change anything on their end. Yeah. Yeah, so I would say all in all, WordPress Europe was really cool. It was very cheap to attend. It was 50 euros. I got a bunch of really cool gear like Yoast socks, a t-shirt, a chat pack, chin pack, and a bunch of other cool stuff. There was really good free food and, you know, snacks in uh, the breaks included as well. There was a really cool after party where there were some free drinks included. So it was just really an amazing deal for uh, 50 euros. I mean, this was obviously not a for-profit event and there were a lot of sponsors, but I really enjoyed it. So Yeah, great. I think WordCamps tend to be a really good deal for, for what you get. Yeah, yeah, incredible value for money. Of course, you still have to fly in and get a hotel room, which then ended up being the bulk of my expenses. But the event itself was just an absolute no-brainer. So another shout out we want to uh, give to uh, Corey Moss or, or Mass. He made a mastermind progress tracking site built on WordPress, and that's on littlegoal.com. So he contacted us, letting us know after, I believe, uh, after a mastermind episode that he listened to. So it's a pretty, pretty neat uh, piece of software, and I'm curious to see how it goes and progresses Another one is uh, Chad Warner. He added us to his list of favorite WordPress podcasts. So uh, we'll link up to that in the show notes as well. And that's at optimwise.com. Thanks, man. I just wanted to give a quick shout to Brett Tuna from Delicious Brain. And you should check out the blog on there. They've just been, he and his team, they've been producing some amazing content. Very, like, it's quite technical. So it's mostly targeted at uh, developers and technically minded folks. But the blog posts are just amazing. They're like really long. There's all those really mm. high quality screenshots. Um, you just see that a lot of work went into those. Um, I recommend you check those out. So the other thing we wanted to talk about today is just giving you a quick update on how things are going with our businesses and, you know, goal progress for 2015. Yeah, it's it's been a little while since we've given some of these updates. So a few things for me, uh, business-wise, 
I got a mention uh, for my iTunes plugin from Paul Coliani. Hope I'm not butchering your name. So on uh, gopodcast.com, the premium SaaS version of this product still isn't out yet, and I have to make some time. <laughs> but it is pretty cool to get some traction and some people using it and talking about it. So it's very encouraging. So thanks, Paul. I got a happy 4th of July mug from Manage WP, and I found this was a little bit of a funny story because the company that they used to send this out sent these delivery receipts out, out to everybody, mm-hmm. and Manage WP wanted it to be a surprise. But I first got, you know, I got this shipment notification and actually got multiple copies of it. And the first thing I thought, because <laughs> it's from some random company that I hadn't heard of, and they had my address. And so the first thing I thought is, you know, first did my credit card just get stolen, but then, you know, I didn't see any charges and I thought that was strange. And then I looked and there happened to be a picture and there was a managed WP logo on it. So I checked with them and I think, you know, they really wanted to be surprised to everybody, but that was pretty cool. And you are a customer, of course, right? Yeah. That's how they have your address and... Yep. It's pretty cool because I think, you know, a lot of these companies, they don't really send out, you know, physical stuff. We're used to everything being just online, digital. Yeah. So it is nice to get to get some physical swag once in a while. <laughs> yeah. And things have been uh, going well in your business too, right? Yeah. So, I'm, I mean, I still want to transition away from the consulting design development side of things. But June was actually my best month you know, in terms of revenue and profit. So on my yearly goals, I'm almost on track to double revenue, but profit is well over two times last year, which I think is arguably a lot more important than uh, just increasing revenue. So, So that's good. It is keeping me busy though and not working on the product side, which is what I'd really like to transition to yeah it's it's, i guess it really can be difficult when you're doing well with the consulting business can be difficult to carve out the time to work on products that might not make money for you know a very long time yeah but you know ultimately that is what i want to do so so it's it'll be a slow transition but hopefully not too slow yeah sounds good so now as I've, i've mentioned i'm now living in portland oregon and kind of giving up the nomadic lifestyle, at least for a little while. So um, if anybody who's a listener who happens to be here, you know, wants to catch up, then give me a shout. So uh, while you were in Portland, you managed to catch up with a mutual friend of ours, Taylor Pearson, right? Yeah, it was uh, it was pretty funny. I, I knew a bunch of people that were coming for this one conference, a World Domination Summit, which is held in Portland every year. And... Taylor, you know, showed up at one of these meetups. So I didn't actually go to the conference and Taylor wasn't an official conference goer either, but, but I randomly saw him at, at one of these meetups, which I think is really mm-hmm. funny. And so Taylor is a published author now and his book is The End of Jobs, which we've both started reading and it's really good. Yeah, I'm about uh, 25, 30% in so far and I really like it. So uh, the point that Taylor is making in his book is basically how being an entrepreneur is much better and also in the long term a much more secure place to be in than to be an employee in particular an employee for a large corporation where you know you just get told what to do yeah so we've both known taylor for a while 
And he has a really great blog, taylorpearson.me. Oh, yeah. It's amazing. And um, so I, I knew even before I started reading the book that, you know, it's got to be good because you can tell how good his, his blog posts are. And, you know, he's a really high-level thinker and an amazing writer. Yeah. So, so. The, the writing is just so clear and it's just very clear that he spent a lot of time, you know, thinking about this and he takes some concepts from, you know, some of the best and most interesting books that came out over the last couple of years, such as Anti-Fragile or The Fourth Economy. And he kind of like, he kind of puts everything together, like, you know, like all those puzzle pieces. Highly recommended. So, so I think to anybody in particular who either runs their own business or maybe is interested in doing so, or even just wants to be able to explain why running your own business and being an entrepreneur is a good decision, you should definitely check out the book. Yeah, and it, I believe it's it's around four dollars or something on on amazon so oh, yeah. it's uh it's not gonna break the bank <laughs> right so the book again is called the end of jobs by taylor pearson but we'll also put a link in the show notes yep. so how have things been going with you david yeah how things are great on the business side so things are working out quite well with my small team i've now got a full-time programmer that's been going on for a couple of months now she's doing really really good work part-time support guy he's doing well as well and i've just recently hired a part-time marketing guy as well so he's basically doing one day per week and helping with a lot of content and marketing initiatives opting cat is finally you know over the last couple of months it got to the point where it's gotten a lot of traction and it's finally started to hit its stride i think there was an update we rolled out a few like a month or so ago that added just a lot of really awesome new features and ever since then things have been going very well so because of that also easy pricing tables is still going strong so between opting cats starting to take off and easy pricing tables going well june was by far the best months ever which is something i'm super excited about of course cool yeah and i launched also i launched one more plugin the plugin is called feedback cat and basically it makes it really easy to create those like feedback service that show up on the bottom right corner of your screen where you can basically ask website visitors questions you know related to like it's especially useful for conversion optimization or whatever you know asking questions such as is there anything you're missing on this page is there anything preventing you from buying this product it's also quite useful for bloggers for example you can ask your visitors for you know blog post ideas or what kind of stuff they would like to see in the future yeah you've got some nice uh, targeting options in there so you're not just you know bothering uh, if, you, if you have it activated, you're not bothering everybody all the time uh, right. right away. Uh, you can some say, of the same, for example, only yeah. show it once or whatever. Yeah, some of the similar stuff from Opting Cat. Um, yeah, which I think it, I, I don't know if I've seen on the you know those kinds of survey things before. So that's it's really interesting. Yeah, so there's a couple of SaaS apps that do similar things, but I haven't really found anything. So the thing is, there's not really any reason for this to be a SaaS. I think, especially when you're yeah. using WordPress, and I just haven't seen anybody you know, do this well in the WordPress space. Yeah, so, it's, um, and it's a free free plugin, so... Yeah, so it's completely free, it. and basically the plan right now is I'm working on some of the marketing things, and I think the plugin will get traction, and, you know, once it does, I'll probably build a couple of paid extensions. So on the personal side of things, you're still living in Prague, is that right? Yeah, so I've been here for a few weeks now. I quite like it. The food is delicious. The beer is very cheap. It's it's like one US dollar for a really nice half liter 
mug of beer at a restaurant, which is just yeah. insane value, really. On the flip side, however, the weather's pretty bad. So I thought it's, you know, mm. summer in Europe, but actually that doesn't really mean much. It's, it's today, it's, I'm not sure about the Fahrenheit, but, you know, it's somewhere around 15 to 20 degrees and it's overcast and it's, uh, it's not really very sunny. So that's a bit of a drawback. Yeah. Um, I decided to go to CrossFit <laughs> here in Prague, which has been quite fun as well. Um, I've been doing weightlifting for a while, but CrossFit is quite nice because um, it kind of helps you become a lot more well-rounded. I would say, you know, there's some running involved, there's some mobility involved, a bunch of cardio, and then also weightlifting component to it. So I quite like it. So a couple things coming up that we're excited about. So there's going to be, hopefully, uh, WordCamp Portland this year, October 24th and 25th. Um, so... So I'm excited for that. There's not, there aren't as many local WordCamps in this area. There's Portland and Seattle and uh, Vancouver, Canada. New Jersey doesn't have as many things going for it, but one nice thing is uh, it's in a good location for a lot of WordCamps. Uh, you know, there's New York, Connecticut, Boston, Philadelphia, uh, Rhode Island. So over here, there's not as many. So. And I, I believe last year they they didn't do a WordCamp Portland, so I'm excited that there is going to be one this year. Uh, Are you going to so, go to WordCamp? Wait, WordCamp San Francisco happening, or is it not? Actually, I, US and I, it's actually somewhere else. I don't know. I didn't. I, I've been looking on the calendar, so I don't know. I didn't see. I didn't see that. I don't think I'd yeah. go. I don't know if I'd be ready to go this year, but right. Then again, like if they haven't announced it, I don't know when it would be. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. So on my end, I'm going to MicroConf Europe at the end of August in Barcelona, which I'm just very excited about. I'm a big fan of Rob and Mike from the Startups for the Rest of Us podcast. I met Rob twice before, but I've actually never been to one of his conferences. So I'm very excited. So yeah, I, I've always wanted to go to MicroConf as well. And so I believe uh, the main one in the US is in April of each year. So I'm definitely aiming to try to go to that one. Yeah, I'd love to go. It sounds like the one in the US is, you know, bigger and probably like, it seems like there's more interesting speakers there as well, but I think the one in Europe is going to be good too. And you really can't beat Barcelona. Yeah. Uh, so that's it for this episode. You know, we'd love to know what, what you think. If you have any comments, questions, or want to leave us voicemail, then, uh, you know, just go to wpcast.fm. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. You can go to wpcast.fm to read the show notes and listen to all of our episodes. While you're there, subscribe to our email list where we share our experiences building WordPress products and productized services. We'll never spam you and only email you once or twice a month.